Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Friday, July 28th. Let's jump into today's top stories. JohnCanzano.com's purveyor reports yesterday's meeting of PAC-12 presidents, chancellors and ADs, covered its two high-priority needs, media rights and expansion. I'm also told to expect action in the near future. Terrific, because what the conference needs more than anything right now is a public demonstration of proof of life. Canzano also wonders whether SMU will be the first school to join the Pac-12. San Diego State would probably want some of the now $34M Mountain West exit fee covered by the Pac-12, which made them wait so long. Everything is negotiable, but that piece makes me wonder if San Diego State is a better candidate to be school number 11 and join in 2025, versus 2024. Canzano believes the league should also take a hard look at UNLV, its academic profile notwithstanding. As one veteran college athletics industry insider told me on Thursday, the CEOs need to get off their high academic box. ESPN's Heather Dinich reports that a Big 12 source told me their ADs had a meeting this AM and repeated what I told you yesterday. 14 seems to be their best number. The question is, who wants to be the first to really be a part of the Big 12 now and join us? We've got room for one more. The Big 12 is ready to put its expansion targets on the clock toward a fast decision in order to hasten realignment for next year, Sports Illustrated's Pat Forty and Richard Johnson report. Specifically, the Big 12 wants answers quickly from one to three Pac-12 schools, Arizona, Arizona State and Utah. Adding one is the most likely scenario, sources familiar with the Big 12's game plan say, and that is the short-term goal. Former Northwestern defensive coordinator Mike Hankwitz tells the New York Times he doesn't doubt the accounts of hazing detailed by former players, but does question the scope of the allegations. Hankwitz says he neither witnessed nor heard of hazing from coaches, equipment managers, janitors or anyone else who spent time around the players. Hankwitz said, Fitz wanted to do what was right by the players. Our first team meeting is team rules, one of which is zero tolerance for hazing. To say he sat by as this happened? I'm sorry. Hankwitz adds the team has a long-standing players' council that was elected by players and which could have brought concerns to former head, coach Pat Fitzgerald. He wanted to give them ownership and leadership skills. Ohio State AD Gene Smith acknowledges the frustration around NIL, remarking during Big Ten media days that he still isn't sold on Congress being college sports savior, saying, if we don't do something, something will be done to us. I like the fact that Congress dropped their bills because, look at Richard Blumenthal, Cory Booker and Jerry Moran. They dropped those bills. That means they understand, and they want to do some work. The two days that we've had here in Indianapolis, we've worked very hard. A lot of information from our stakeholders. So now, it's a matter of the NCAA and the working group taking that information and doing something with it. We have to, it's not like, can we? No, we have to. I'm optimistic that's going to happen because we're in control of that. We're not in control of Congress. Finally, Smith contends revenue sharing already exists. It's unreal, they have meals at their disposal. They get cost of attendance, they get Alston money. They get free education. So, it was already revenue sharing. One former star Minnesota player is pushing back on Gophers football head coach P.J. Flex defense of the team's culture, telling front office sports' A.J. Perez that, the fact he is saying he has never used workouts as punishment is such bull. 
The former player adds, one of my teammates was feeling super sick and was coughing up blood. He went to the trainers beforehand and said he could not get through it because of how he felt. The trainers said it was nothing and forced him to do the workout. The trainers were too scared of Fleck to say anything. Other former players have also told FOS they were pressured to return from injury when they weren't ready and alleged that Fleck influenced the treatment of players. While Gophers student-athletes at Big Ten Media Days defended Fleck, the former player remarks, this stuff is real. If former players or coaches deny anything that has been stated here, they are simply lying through their teeth or weren't there when it happened. I just want parents to really know what they are sending their sons into because I don't want to see any more young athletes go through what we went through. That is not how football programs should be run. Comcast president Mike Kavanaugh says it's very improbable the company would swap its Hulu stake with Disney in exchange for a stake in ESPN. Kavanaugh said, as you'd imagine, there are tremendous issues around tax, minority shareholders, and structuring generally. So, I would put aside the probability that there's anything inorganic that's likely to happen around ESPN in particular. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Friday, July 28th. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.